What's happening, financial coaches? It's Pete here. Hey, I want to talk to you and ask you a question. Is financial coaching helping you avoid an existential crisis? And that's a big question. And what I mean by that, and kind of mean different things to different people, but are you trying to do financial coaching because it's something that you think you can be proud of? And the reason this comes up is because I talk to some people and, you know, I talk to different business owners and a lot of them have this issue with what they're doing with their life and what they can tell their friends are doing. So, you know, a couple of quick examples here. I know a guy that owns a tire shop. You know, he went to school. Uh, he went to college. He drives beautiful cars. He makes a ton of money. You know, he's got a couple of tire shops in Chicago, does very, very well and, you know, employs a bunch of people. And yet, you know, his question to me was, you know, is this what I'm doing with my life? Is this what I went to business school for is to own, you know, a tire uh, retail shop? You know, and another buddy of mine kind of asked the same question, right? His company uh, prints promotionals, you know, logos on t-shirts, logos on operating scrubs and things like this. And, you know, they do very well. Offices on the coast, you know, big, big houses, uh, fancy cars, you know, makes a makes just a truckload of money. And yet, you know, this question is, is this what I want to do with my life? Printing t-shirts. And my issue with it is I think a lot of us struggle with, you know, something that we can advertise and be proud of and things that pay the bills. And, and a lot of times this is where I, I think people leave their day job is because they're like, oh, I don't want to be an insurance claims processor. That's just not, that's just not me, even though it pays the bills and I make a good salary and there's a retirement plan and good benefits and all these other things. We tend to push that all away because we're trying to fulfill something within ourselves. And sometimes I think it's a gap where we don't have something that we can brag about. It's kind of like what I call the uh, attending the reunion phenomenon, right? You want to go to the reunion in your best uh, dress or best suit, and you want to go in your fancy car, and you want to have a sweet business card, and you know um, a career path that you can talk to people about, and a wonderful spouse, and all these other things, right? And it's just something that is trying to say, hey, my existence means something. I have fulfilled my potential. And I think for a lot of people, when they're struggling with what to do next, look at financial coaching because they say, hey, I don't have to be a licensed financial advisor. I don't need a lot of training. And yet I'll have the word financial in the title and I'll be seen as a financial expert. And it's kind of the easiest way to get there. You know, even, even financial counselors, which I think are maybe... Um, more disciplined and more educated and uh, uh, more in the trenches and, and probably a lot busier. And, and I would say also maybe more in demand. You know, there are a lot of financial counselors making good money. You know, the starting salary for those is dollars to $50,000. So it's not a bad line of work and it really helps people. And yet there's something about it that sounds a little bit clinical. There's something about it to me that sounds a little bit um, kind of frontline work. And so that's why I think a lot of people don't want to do it. So are you doing it because you're basically... Um, looking for something that will make you sound like you have uh, lived up to your potential, that you are happy because there's financial in it. And yet, and yet it may not be the right role for you, right? Because we should be getting into financial coaching, not because of the business card, not because you can put it on LinkedIn, not because you can put it on your Facebook page. We should be doing it because we can help people. And in that case, I don't care if I never say that I'm doing it. I don't care if I actually have a day job and that's what I tell people I do, right? 
I would still do some financial coaching on the side because I'm trying to help people. In a lot of cases now, I'm doing less paid financial coaching than ever and just having conversations with people, right? So what I'm trying to say here is that your purpose should tr trump your pride, right? The purpose of what you're doing is more important than the way you get perceived, right? The way people look at you. And I think a lot of people want that financial coaching title because of FOMO, because we feel like we're missing out on life, because we're at a certain age that we don't have like this interesting title. And maybe you've gone through some careers and you're just not happy with where you're at. And you think that, hey, this is going to be a big step up. I can throw a financial in my title. I can be a financial professional of some sort. I can be a financial guru of some sort. And you're trying to alleviate the social pressure on yourself. Maybe it's not just society. Maybe it's your parents or your siblings or you know, um, I knew uh, someone who was the only person in her family that wasn't a CEO in her company, right? I mean, all her siblings and stuff had their own businesses. So CEO, I think it's watered down too. But, you know, one of the things that was interesting about financial coaching is that all of a sudden be became a CEO of your company. And so, again, I think that these aren't things that are necessarily bad. But what they're doing is that they are making the path to financial coaching look more enticing than it should be because you should really be focused on what you can do as a financial coach. So what I would recommend in in this case is, you know, self-reflect uh, on this a little bit. Maybe uh, work on self-awareness. See if this is really something that hits uh, with you because, you know, if, if this is why you're doing it, because if you are trying to think like this is a reputable role, that people can be proud of me, that people can say that they're happy for me because that's something that um, is, you know, elevated to a professional standard, you know, then Financial coaching just might not be for you. You can make a, a lot of money doing a lot of different things from picking up garbage in retail strip mall parking lots to walking dogs or, you know, to babysitting, right? And in many cases, there are probably people out there making a lot more money than the average financial coach doing those types of things. So, you know, if you're having an existential crisis about it, I don't think that just having a title, you know, in the finance industry is going to fill that gap for you, fill that void for you. I think you need to look more internally and say, how do I get rid of my FOMO? How do I find satisfaction and comfort in knowing what I am and who I am other than trying to fill it with a title? So if financial professional roles think are things that you think are going to satisfy your existential needs, then uh, think again about it. So um, not trying to talk you out of financial coaching, but I think a lot of people go for it for the title and for the uh, bragging rights. So hopefully that helps. Talk to you later.